You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from the beautiful metropolis of Orlando, Florida. That's right, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from the home of Mickey Mouse here in Central Florida. Excited to be with you today. Thank you for taking a few minutes out to listen to today's episode of the podcast. This is episode 128, and I'm going to be talking about patriotism. I'm going to be answering the question, is it okay for Christians to be proud of their country? Can I be excited and proud of the nation in which I live? Very important question uh, to tackle. Before we dive into that, quick reminder to everyone that you can always hit our website. It's theologyfortherestofus.com. On our site, we have all of our old episodes with show notes. That's the explanation of what's in the episode, as well as additional resources that you can check out. So I highly encourage you to head over to the website. While you're on the website, you can also check out our resources page with lots of recommended books, blogs, and other podcasts. I want to highly recommend you check out. And then the last thing you can do while you're on the site, obviously, is you can hit one of those subscribe buttons. When you're on the site, there's a bunch of different subscription buttons. You can click on whichever one applies to you. Subscribing is is really important because it guarantees you never miss an episode when you're subscribed every episode gets delivered directly to your device so I want to encourage you head on over there and make sure you subscribe again it's theology for the rest of us.com all right let's dive into the topic at hand uh, is it okay for me to be proud of my country I, I think this is certainly pertinent for those of us who live in the United States. I know there are people outside of the U.S. that listen to this, um, and, and there's no doubt the content of what I'm going to share today applies to you, uh, but I think this definitely applies to modern American Christianity in a profound way, much because, uh, uh, and the reason is because um, much of Christianity in the United States has really begun to get intertwined with American nationalism. And I'm not so sure that's very healthy. So uh, I really want to uh, really want to talk a lot about the United States as a whole today. Uh, but again, the content applies to uh, every Christian in any nation. Um, for American Christians in particular, uh, I think there's I think there are very few issues that are more complicated and that are more wrapped up in history and politics uh, than than the topic of patriotism. Um, even when we say the word patriotism, I think it garners uh, different responses from different people um, in a variety of different settings. You know, some people are excited when you say the word patriotism. It garners sort of a, or elicits a response of reverence and respect. I think for other people, it, it elicits a response where people feel uh, repulsed, uh, you know, from the idea of, of patriotism. And, and I, if I'm honest, I think both sides really have good reasons for why they feel uh, the way they feel. So I think it's important to really tackle the question. Um, so what, as Christians, what should we think about patriotism? You know, is, there, is there an appropriate Christian response to patriotism? Or, or how can we as Christians maintain a love of country without allowing that to supersede our love of God? How do we remain loyal and committed to our nation without allowing that to become more important than our commitment to the kingdom of God? Um, I think before we really tackle what it means to be a Christian and be a patriot, it's really uh, it's to understand the difference between patriotism and nationalism. I think a lot of people mix those two up in a lot of ways. Uh, being a patriot is to be a patriot means nothing more than to love your country, 
to have a a respect and appreciation for the country in which you live and to have a maybe a unique love for your countrymen or those that are similar to you and being patriotic in and of itself i don't believe is wrong or evil it's not inherently negative or bad to be patriotic but if you become extremely patriotic then i think it potentially could lead you to believing wrong things However, nationalism really goes beyond patriotism. Nationalism is having a love of country and all things your country does. This idea that everything my country does and everything that that is in my country, I love no matter what. And everything that is branded with my national identity is automatically good just because of that. This this belief uh, that my country is inherently better than other nations. And, you know, and loving your countrymen isn't bad, but believing that you are inherently better or more valuable than other people from other nations is inherently bad. That is arrogance. It's not bad to understand that maybe you have value or that you can do something good and that your countrymen could do something good, but it is arrogant and wrong to assume that your countrymen can do everything better than other countrymen by the sheer fact that you are from a particular nation, right? Um, It's okay for me to believe that Americans can do good things around the world. It is wrong for me to believe that Americans are inherently more valuable just for the sheer fact that we're American. Uh, Loving your countrymen and loving your nation isn't bad. We we even see this... uh, from, from Jesus when he's walking on planet Earth, both in Luke 13 and, and Luke 19. He's, he's lamenting over Jerusalem and their, their refusal, refusal to embrace him. He knew the impending destruction that was going to come to Jerusalem, you know, uh, you know several decades after he would ascend to heaven, uh, you know, the, the impending doom that came upon them in 70 AD. He loved the Jewish people. He loved his countrymen. There's no, no doubt about that. We also see that from the Apostle Paul in the book of Romans where he, he's talking about how much he loves his brethren. He loves his fellow Jewish people that he would even give up his salvation, of his own salvation. He would give up his own soul to see many of them come to faith in Christ, which which is a crazy thing to say. I don't I wouldn't say that about my fellow Americans, if I'm honest, right? So obviously the Apostle Paul had a deep love for his countrymen and his nation. He would be called a patriot in the eyes of many people. However, he did not believe that the Jews were inherently more valuable than the Gentiles. To appreciate things about your nation and to acknowledge the good that your nation has done, to appreciate the things that your particular um, you know, countrymen have have offered the world it's good to understand that and appreciate that um however the moment you begin to believe that you are inherently better or more valuable or the moment you believe that every person in your nation is better than every person born outside of your nation you have crossed over from patriotism and over into nationalism and nationalism is always a form of arrogance now good patriotism also includes not only the ability to appreciate what your country has done good, but also the ability uh, to acknowledge the shortcomings of your nation. Good patriotism gives you the ability to judge your nation both in its successes and in its failures. If your country does something wrong, it is good to acknowledge it, right? It's not patriotism to cover things up and just assume all is good. Um, that's silly. And if your country does something right, it is also good to acknowledge it. And that is, if I'm honest, some of my frustration with certain segments of our society, that there are certain segments of people within our nation, within the United States, that, that seemingly want me to, they want all of us to just think we're always bad. Like, America's a bad place, we've done bad things, and therefore, to, you know, we ought to bring changes. And it's almost as 
this acknowledgement or this fear to acknowledge that we've ever done anything good. And it's like, if you, if, if someone says, hey, I'm proud of my country because we did this good thing, that's someone from that segment stands up and says, yeah, but we did this, we did this. And it's like this, this, we want to always bring things down and knock things down. And that is the wrong perspective. That's a negative perspective. And that's also not good patriotism. Um, that's just, you're just being a jerk, let's be honest, okay? And so good patriotism should both acknowledge the successes of your nation and should acknowledge the failures and the atrocities of that nation. If you refuse to acknowledge both, then you're not being a patriot, you're being a nationalist. That's a, that's a bad and evil form of patriotism. So me as an American, I can acknowledge both the good and the bad that our country has done. For the most part, the United States has been a force for good in American history. We've done incredible charity all around the world. Both our American government has done it as well as many individual Americans have done incredible charity. Um, the vast majority, majority of charitable work around the world today is done by uh, Americans. And so I, I get frustrated when people refuse to acknowledge that. There, there are many nations around the world that have actually access to billions and billions of dollars, and very few of them, if any, do any charitable work around the globe. But Americans do incredible charitable work around the globe. And most of the charitable work in a lot of cases is done by Christians. It's exciting to know that. That's that's a good thing to acknowledge it. Um, the United States, in, in large part, has been a huge force in expanding democracy around the world and fighting uh, fighting against tyranny around the world for a very long time, most notably in, in World War II, but before that and after that. The United States has been a huge, uh, you know, place where incredible amounts of revenue has been generated by by the free market. More people have experienced uh, prosperity in the United States than in any country at, at any point in, in world history before that. And many people in other countries are beginning to, ex- to experience it in a lot of ways because they've learned from the United States certain free market principles. Now, now, does the United States do it perfectly all the time? Of course not. There are incredible failures to the way we do capitalism. There's much corruption. There is much exploitation. There is incredibly bad things that happen within our capitalist system and, and, and things that need to be shifted and changed and people need to be held accountable. There's all sorts of things that, 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 are, that are wrong about it. But overall, our system of government and our economy has led to the most amount of people experiencing the most amount of prosperity. Our system of government has led to the most amount of people in world history experiencing the most amount of liberty. Those are just facts. Okay, To acknowledge that, in my opinion, uh, you just come across as being ignorant and, and or, or, or just being combative, and, and that's wrong. Now, on the flip side of that, a good patriot acknowledges the things that the United States has done that is incredibly terrible. Our treatment of Native Americans for much of the early part of our nation's history is absolutely atrocious, right? And obviously, the other major thing that is the greatest black eye on the American history's resume is the is the slave trade. Uh, you know, we participated in in capturing and kidnapping. Um, hundreds of thousands of black people from Africa for moving them to another country and forcing them to work for free. And in many cases, they were treated horribly. And then even after the slave trade was abolished, there has been incredible systematic racism all across the United States. Um, in addition to that, there's been incredible exploitation of lots of different peoples uh, uh, across you know, the United States. There's been lots of different minority groups that haven't been valued uh, properly. Um, even up till today, our, some of our military interventions around the world today are incredibly harmful to lots of people groups around the world today. So a good patriot doesn't just say, oh, my country's all great or my country's all bad. A good patriot is able to acknowledge both the successes and 
the shortcomings. Now, the greatest thing to remember uh, about being a patriot, but more importantly, being a Christian, is remembering that we have a primary allegiance. Your primary allegiance is to Jesus and the kingdom of God and the things that Jesus cares most about and, and the message of the gospel and your local church family and your biological family members and defending the gospel. Like Those are the places where you should be most passionate about defending. That should be the, those should be the areas that you are most uh, you know, that you are uh, most loyal to. The problem what I see with many Christians, particularly American Christians, are that or is that mo that many people are just as passionate or maybe more about defending their nation and their politics than they are the gospel. And to me, that is baffling. Okay, the gospel is more important than your national pride. The gospel is more important than your politics. That's extremely important to remember. You ought to be more passionate to defend the truth in the Bible, and you ought to be more passionate to defend um, people's rights to hear the gospel than you ought to be. Uh, than you ought to be passionate about defending your own specific brand of politics. And I don't see that in a lot of Americans. If I look on Facebook, I see more people way more excited to tell me about their love of their new favorite Republican candidate than their love of Jesus. And that, to me, makes me very sad. So I would challenge every Christian, think about this for a moment. Which do I love more, Jesus and the gospel or my particular brand of politics? I want to challenge you to consider this, that politics doesn't determine someone's faith. Listen, I believe that capitalism is the greatest form of economic system. That, that's my genuine opinion. I believe that, that history has proven that over and over and over and over and over again. I, I think the free market is best in a lot of ways. However, socialism doesn't mean someone is not a Christian. Okay, If someone embraces a socialistic ideology, that doesn't mean they love Jesus any less than you. And it doesn't mean they love the gospel any less than you do. It just means they have a different ideology. Now, in my opinion, they're wrong in their ideology, but we're allowed to have that debate. And, and I'm not allowed to question their salvation or their faith just because they have a different political ideology than I do. And I see that in a lot of Christians. I've even heard American Christians say, is there even such a thing as a Christian Democrat? I want to vomit in my mouth when I see that, when I hear that, because I think that is a brand of nationalism that doesn't honor Christ. Listen, I have fierce political opinions. I have strong understanding of what I think is right and wrong and what the best way to run a nation is or is not. However, what I don't do is allow my political understandings or my political beliefs to cause me to question someone else's faith or salvation. The things that, could, that should cause us to question someone else's faith or salvation is the fruit of their life. Jesus tells us, you shall know them by their fruit. If someone has the fruit that is demonstrated, uh, you know, or, or excuse me, if there is the fruit of the Spirit being demonstrated in their life, but yet they claim to be a socialist, that does mean they're not a Christian. And I don't have the right to question their salvation. All in all, is it okay for you to be proud of your country? Absolutely. You can be a great patriot that has a deep love of your country, a deep love for your countrymen, an appreciation uh, for the culture in which you live, an appreciation for what your nation has brought to the table in terms of doing good for the world, and an appreciation for the good things your nation has done. 
That is all grand. That is great. That is good. However, please do not mix your love of country with your love of God. Please do not allow your love of country to trump your love of God. And please do not love, please do not allow your love of country to cause you to question someone else's love of God. They may love their country just as much as you do. They may love it differently. That doesn't mean they don't love God, right? Someone's politics don't determine their faith. Now, my hope is that our faith would influence how we how we vote and how we approach politics, but someone having different political ideology than you, than you doesn't mean they have less faith than you. Is it okay for you to love your country? Absolutely. But don't blindly love your country. Acknowledge where your country is wrong. Acknowledge where your country has failed and be willing to have dialogue about how you can make your country better. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope this has been insightful, encouraging, and challenging. If you're listening to this and you're offended by anything I've said, I absolutely would love to hear from you. Please feel free to shoot me an email. The email address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Also, if you have a question or a topic that you'd like me to address on the podcast, send an email to that same exact address. Hey, if you'd like to connect with me personally, the best place to do that is on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Kenneth Ortiz. It's K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. I love tweeting. I tweet a lot. Please feel free to connect with me there. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us.